You're listening to the Empath Insights Podcast, and today I'm talking about how I dealt with the Texas winter storm and power outage, and how I use my own coaching skills to coach myself through this pretty stressful time. Stay tuned. I'm Rachel Hudson, and I help empaths just like you learn to thrive, learn to stop absorbing other people's stress, and really embrace your natural gifts. And I also teach you how to manage your sensitivities in this sometimes insensitive world that we live in. So it's no surprise here in Texas, we had one heck of a week. And as I'm recording this, people are still struggling without power, without heat, without clean drinking water. Um, There's just a lot going on. And I'm just going to talk about how I learned to keep my sanity through a few days without power. How I did this, it actually might surprise you. It actually did surprise me. And it had everything to do with my thoughts. I know that sounds kind of weird. But now at first, my mind went to, let's see, everything that could go wrong and all of the bad things that could happen, especially when I realized that at the moment, the power, it was probably not going to come on for a while. And I got a little bit um, nervous and scary. And a couple of things kind of led up to this. Um, some of you know this, but many of you don't. My husband works out of town. Now when he's home, he's home for a really, really long stretch from weeks to months. And then when he's gone, also he's gone from maybe a week or two to two to four months sometimes. So, uh, and the joke has always been like, everything works totally fine when my husband Baxter is home. And as soon as he leaves something, you know, decides to die or something decides to break or something weird happens. And so this is kind of, um, just kind of a funny thing that we, we laugh about. And it was like, Oh my gosh, this came true again. So uh, my husband went away for work for a while. And I was like, this is no big deal. I can handle all of this. And my dad kept saying, Hey, have you looked at the weather? And I'm like, Yeah, might not be a bad idea to go out and get some firewood. I do have emergency equipment here at the house. I've got some lanterns and we've got lots of batteries and um, battery powered type things. And I thought, you know, the only thing I think I'd probably need, it looks like it's going to be pretty cold. I might need some firewood for my fireplace. Now we have a gas fireplace and I thought, okay, perfect. This was Sunday. Everything happened on Monday. So on Sunday, I'm out and about. And as soon as I got out into town, I realized that everybody had the same idea that I did. It was like, it was so busy in town. It reminded me of like Christmas week and everyone forgot to do their shopping until the last possible second. So that was kind of the energy or the vibe that was going on in town at the time. And I was like, oh, so I decided to drive around. I'm like, somebody's got to have firewood. If we lose power, it won't be that long. (laughs) And uh, I went to several grocery stores. I went to several stores and every place was just completely 
out of firewood. And I had I had water and I you know I prepped some stuff. But I was like, well, I'll just deal with it. I really wasn't expecting anything too crazy. And I think that was kind of the, um, everybody was thinking the same thing. I didn't really want to make a big deal of it uh, out of it. I I didn't want to have this panic set in. I think this past year, this past 12, 14 months, we've all been in that low level stress anyway of like, oh my gosh, what could happen? And I was like, I'm not going to feed into it. So I made it back home without anything. I didn't buy anything. I didn't buy any firewood. I didn't need any water. I had fresh water here. So I felt like I was pretty good. So Monday morning, I wake up and I turn on my lamp next to my bed. I get up super early. And so it's already, it's always dark outside when I wake up. I thought the first thing I was like, oh, my lamp's not working. And it took me a couple of seconds to realize how quiet it was in the house. And it was, it was still like 515, 530 in the morning. But I also noticed this kind of glow outside and I was like, oh, it snowed. I'm like, I don't think we have power. And then I started to like, ooh, okay, okay, we can do this. Luckily, a couple of hours later, before panic set in, the electricity came on for a couple of hours. And I was like, oh, no big deal. And then at about 10 in the morning, the electricity went off again. I was like, ooh, okay, well, hmm, let's figure this out. So, and everything was charged up. And I was like, you know, if the power goes out, my number one priority was my coffee. I was like, I'm gonna, if the power comes on, I'm going to first thing I'm going to do is make sure my phone is charged. And I'm going to go in there and just make some coffee and have it ready for I'll drink it cold. I don't care. So the power went on at about noon, and it only stayed on for 15 minutes. But I managed to make a pot of coffee and just keep it in a like a thermal container, which actually ended up being cold by the next day. Um, but what happened was that last at 12:15 when the electricity finally uh, went off for the last time, uh, I started to get a little concerned, especially when I realized that this rolling power outage had some glitches and it wasn't um, wasn't what anybody expected, obviously. So as the day went on and the afternoon went on, it was still snowing. And uh, I realized that, okay, if the power doesn't come back on, it's going to get pretty cold in here. And then, of course, so my husband is not home and I'm kind of fending for myself. I'm starting to feel sorry for myself. So I'm going back into how I was coaching myself. I had a lot of thoughts. And at first, my mind went to everything that could go wrong. And all of the bad things that could possibly happen, which is really what we do when we're in kind of a, I want to say, it wasn't really didn't feel like an emergency. But when things don't go as we think they should, we start kind of low level panicking. 
And I was thinking about all these things that could happen, especially when I realized that the power probably wasn't going to come back on for quite a while or anytime soon. So here's what I did. And I kind of just had to take a dose of my own medicine, so to speak. I had to coach myself because I'm like, look, you're in a neighborhood, you're fine. Um, but you're by yourself and you're in charge of your two dogs. They were totally fine. (laughs) They were not stressed at all. So first of all, here's what I did. I had to look at the facts without adding any drama to it, because that's the first thing we want to do. We want to add the drama to the facts. I'm like, nope. Okay. What have you learned? Just the facts. The facts are completely neutral. It is what it is. Okay. Fact electricity was off. I've just realized it kind of sounded like the Dwight Schrute off of the office. Fact electricity off. Anyone can see that there's no electricity, no power. And I like to look at the facts as neutral. They are what they are. And here, here's where it gets a little tricky because my icky thoughts, (laughs) it's like what I like call my crappy thoughts or my icky thoughts went something like this. I can't do this by myself. I don't know what to do. I was supposed to have clients all week. And now I don't know if I can get in touch with them. I had a podcast that was halfway recorded. Hello, procrastination. I was going to record the rest of it on Monday. And now I've just labeled myself as a terrible person. This is really where my mind went. A terrible person. Um, I'm a terrible coach. Um, I can't show up for my people. And I can't even get out my weekly podcast. That is... (laughs) ridiculous thinking, and it is all or nothing thinking didn't serve me, but I'm just going to go with it. So the next thought I had was none of the stores had firewood and almost likely freeze to death. Yeah, my brain can get pretty dramatic when it's kind of going down that uh, uh, it was like a snowball effect. Oh my gosh. Yeah, snowball effect. Um, Another thought was I don't know if I'll be able to cope. Okay, I want you to think about that. Really? I don't know if I'll be able to cope as a, you know, opposed to what, right? So the next thought I had was every time my husband gets on the ship, things at home fall apart. This is not true, but that's where my brain was going. I was choosing to believe that. And all the other what if thoughts, I could go into great detail, but you kind of get the drift. I'm sure they got pretty ridiculous, by the way. So I want you to think about these thoughts, these pretty crappy thoughts that I was having. Um, I wrote them down, by the way, which is actually something that I encourage my clients to do. Get your crappy thinking out of your head and put it on paper. So it's kind of like your slow thinking, because if we start thinking without writing it down, we can just get onto this, you know, we can just pile all kinds of crappy thoughts on top of each other. But when we write it out, it's a little bit slower and we have a little bit of time to think about it. And I slowly started thinking like, these are kind of ridiculous, but here's what happens. Thoughts create feelings. Now, since I had all of these thoughts about what could possibly go wrong, the feelings came up. The feelings like fear and anxiety. Now, I knew 
where those, I know where those hide or happen or feel in my body. And I was like, okay, that's fear. Okay, I was getting real with myself. But I was also giving myself a time limit to fill these crappy thoughts, right? Then I had to look at the actions that I'd most likely take from that fear based thinking and feeling. Okay, these feelings that were coming up. And the biggest one that came up for me was, well, you just have to sit and wait for somebody to come save you or something like that. And that's one of the most uncomfortable things to do is to sit and wait. There's no distractions. Um, if you've ever like maybe waited for like an exam result or even a medical test result, you feel like this waiting is forever. Um, you know, just sitting around waiting for the thing to happen. It's like you can't think of anything else. So what I do in this situation, I actually allow myself about five to 15 minutes to just indulge in these crappy thoughts. And I give myself a time limit. And when it's over, it's over. I have to come up with new thoughts. So here's what I did. What I do is I turn it around. Once again, I looked at the facts. This doesn't change at all. The fact was I didn't have power. It's snowing outside. The power was off and it was cold in the house. Now my thoughts, here's where that kind of the magic happens. My thoughts changed to something different. And this was a deliberate, intentional thought. And I had three or four of them. The first one is, you know what? I am very capable of figuring things out. The next thought I had was the power will not be out forever. This is temporary. Okay, so that actually started making me feel better. And I had the thought that I just have to take it one day or one hour at a time. I have this mantra that I learned from another coach. And he said, you know, action creates clarity. So I thought, well, what can I do right now to prepare for the next several hours? Because, you know, it was that fear of the unknown. And so just these thoughts kind of made me feel a little bit more empowered. So once I cleaned up my crappy thoughts and only gave myself a certain amount of time to really indulge and kind of be a crybaby about it, um, I had to change some, some thoughts. And once I did this, once I cleaned up my thoughts, my feelings of fear and anxiety changed into feelings of confidence and resourcefulness. And then I took some action off of that. My actions from those new feelings were super clear at this point, And it felt so much better. One of the things that helped me was checking in with my neighbors two, three times a day, some friends and my family. So my family and I were on a group text. And so that was helpful. I was able to start my husband's truck so that I could charge my phone and keep in touch with everybody. Again, action has created some clarity at this point. And I had thought about, you know, I think there's some plywood in the garage and my husband, I know he has a handsaw somewhere. And so I found that. I found the plywood. I've, there's a vice that came from my granddad 
that's uh, that I used. It's like a million years old. And that can hold all the plywood in place. So I got busy sawing plywood. In the evening, you don't realize how dark the house gets without electricity. <laughs> so I did have a fire. I had some um, like twinkle lights that I had put into like a glass jar. And that was really helpful. And of course, I had my emergency lights. And I felt like I needed to do some writing. And so I just journaled about my day and a few fears that I was having and how I overcame those. Listen, if you know me, I'm, I will always tell you, I'm a really big fan of writing it out. Um, it just helps so, so much. And then I was reminded of a mindfulness meditation that I had done. And instead of just full on meditating about it, I meditated and then I wrote and I'll tell you what I did. And it is meditation through the five senses. I believe that's on my website and I'll have that link for you. And it's basically noticing everything all around you through your five senses. So I went through, you know, first of all, what am I feeling? And I, I did have some low level anxiety, but I, I did feel better. So I wrote about that. I um, went through what I was seeing. And although it was dark, I took kind of a step back. And I noticed the glow of the fire, some of the lights that were on the little candles that I had flickering. And then I hadn't noticed this, but since my mind was on it, I was like, what else are you noticing? I kept saying, what else, what else, what else are you seeing? And I was like, there's a glow, even though it's kind of, it wasn't late, it felt really late, but it was about eight or nine at night. And I was like, okay, well, there's a glow coming in from outside. And that's the glow from the snow. So it kind of gave me this interesting kind of a cozy feeling. And then I went into what am I hearing? Oh boy. If you don't realize how much kind of a uh, ambient noise, I guess it's what you might call it, that is always on if you've got a if your electronics are running, if you've got a heater running, if the refrigerator makes a noise, and it was absolutely silent except for the fire. And then I could hear my dogs breathing like really slow. One of my dogs was snoring. It was kind of cute. And then I went into tasting. I was like, I don't really taste anything. So that you know, that really didn't apply. And what am I smelling? So the smell of the house smelled different being what 50 degrees inside than, you know, just the normal temperature. So it, it, the whole house took on a different vibration. And I thought it was really interesting. And then the other thing is, all of these, this mindfulness exercise that I just wrote about, I mean, I, I spent a little bit of time meditating on it, but really it helped me to write all of that out and it calmed down my nervous system. So as a result of that, I made it all work. The power was going to come back on at some point. I can figure it out. I'm capable of 
sorting this out alone. And it was a really good test for me to really trust my own coaching. So my result was that I made it work. It was pretty cold, but I just added more blankets. <laughs> um, it wasn't easy. I'm not going to say it was, oh, it's just, just add more blankets. No, it wasn't that easy. It was still a little bit fearful. It was almost kind of exciting too. Like, oh, this is something different, but I learned so much about myself. I gained a little bit of confidence and I know that I am more resourceful than I than I really gave myself credit for. And especially when I had all of my icky thoughts <laughs> running through my head. So again, I know there are still people out there right now at the time that I'm recording this that are still struggling. They're having a lot of problems. We are having trouble getting... Um, food into grocery stores, for instance, I'm pretty stocked up. I'm totally fine. Um, it is actually almost 40 degrees right now. So everything's melting and everything right now is fine. We're still on a boil water notice and that's not a big deal right now. It's all going to work out. And anyway, thank you for listening to my little story about how I self coached myself during this Texas winter storm and power outage. Now, if you're ready to start thriving as an empath, if you're ready to start banishing those energy vampires, I'd love to invite you to work with me one-on-one. -on -one. Just go to my website, rachelkhudson.com and just go to the tab that says work with me and we can schedule a free consultation. Well, I hope you have a wonderful day and I hope you have a wonderful week. Be kind to yourself. Say nice things to yourself and be kind to others, and I'll see you next time. Bye.